The following program is brought to you by Gallant Media Enterprises. Welcome. It's a wonderful Friday afternoon, and you are listening to Abundance, Abundance Now, Now with Maria M. Lopez. Maria is a certified public accountant, financial advisor, and public speaker. She specializes in advising her clients in their personal business and finances so that they can achieve the financial lifestyle of their dreams. Her mission is to empower others by providing them with the financial tools and education necessary for them to create their own finances. Here is your host, Maria M. Lopez. Hello, South Florida. Welcome to Abundance Now with Maria M. Lopez. I want to thank those of you who joined us at TN Poets this past Tuesday night, July 25th, at Sunset Place for our first meetup by Maria Lopez Financial Abundance. We had a wonderful time discussing the topic of mindset and how mindset plays a role in how we live with our finances. Several of you attending Tuesday night share your own experiences and we discuss best practices for how to transform our mindset and our daily habits in the aspects of finances. My guest speaker was Dr. Erica Martinez. She's a psychologist and she walked us through the five steps of transformation process. Our next meetup event will take place on Tuesday, August 22nd at the same location, TN Poets, at Sunset Place at 7 p.m. Eastern Time. You can register at meetup.com, create your own account, create your username and password, and become a member of by Maria Lopez Financial Abundance Group. During our next meetup in August, we will discuss insurance planning. Specifically, we will explain the differences among the life insurance policies and when each one of those is best for each purpose. I look forward to seeing you there. Please do not hesitate to contact me via the meetup chat, or you can also email me at maria.lopez at cpa.com. As you know, this radio show is created to inspire you and your loved ones and your business associates in creating the financial lifestyle of your dreams. During the past few months, we have talked about my about with my guest speakers about different topics in mindset, personal development, estate planning, the use of currency versus the use of our phone applications to make payments, deferred gratification, and other personal financial planning and business consulting topics. Today, I would like to talk to you about something that it is not a financial strategy or a financial product or service but rather it is something which is the external environment and how the external environment affects our emotions and feelings and how these emotions and feelings affect our relationships and also affect the way we deal with our finances and money. I am talking about, for example, how colors and patterns influence the mind and behavior. You may already have your favorite color Some of you prefer red over blue, and it also depends on the use of the color. For example, I like to wear a red blouse. It's fun and exciting, especially if I'm attending a Saturday night event or get together with my family and friends. For other occasions, I may use a different color. Colors are also very important in branding. Branding is one of the most important issues relating to color perception and how we consumers respond to different individual colors. For example, the color of green is often associated by companies and consumers 
with money and finances. The color of blue may create an environment of peace because it is the color of the ocean and the beaches. To talk about this very interesting subject in how the choice of colors, patterns, texture, and elements can affect our moods, behaviors, and our own emotional state, and ultimately how we behave on a daily basis, influencing our financial lifestyle, I have invited today Jill Daly, owner of her own interior designing company. Jill Daly is an interior designer licensed in the state of Florida. She has spent her career in the corporate office furniture and interiors, commercial interior design, and real estate related industries in South Florida. She's originally from Crystal Lake, Illinois, and obtained her Bachelor of Bachelor of Arts from the School of Architecture at Southern Illinois University. Jill owns and operates her own interior designing company right here in Coconut Grove. Welcome, Jill. It is a pleasure to have you join me on Abundance Now with Maria M. Lopez. Thank you, Maria. It's a pleasure to be here. Awesome, Jill. I know we're going to have an exciting topic in conversation. Jill, ever since I was a child, I have always liked or preferred the color blue. I like blue in all different shades. As a matter of fact, my home in South Miami has several walls, different walls, not all the walls, but some of the walls are painted in different shades of blue, gray, and then I use some beige colors for pillowcases. And then the color of my furniture, I like it in cappuccino. And then what I did is that I added a red rug, a very beautiful Middle Eastern rug that I purchased in India when I went to India in the year 2010. So what I find beautiful about my home, at least for myself, is that when I walk into that space and when I'm there, I feel that I'm in a state of peace. Clearly there's so many colors, probably hundreds or even thousands, Jill, you can tell us about that later on, and everyone will like their own choice of color. Jill, if I prefer blue over red to paint the walls of my home, is it correct to say that colors affect the way we feel? Is it correct to say that colors affect our energy level and in turn our behavior? Yes, Maria, colors absolutely have an impact on the way we feel, our energy level, and yes, even our behavior on a psychological, spiritual, and emotional level. The colors of blue and red you have chosen for your own home signify communication, relating to the color blue, and power and fame actually relates to the color red. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that, you've made my day. <laughs> Thank you so much for that. Uh -huh. Who would know? Now, you have spent time decorating offices, and have you also been engaged in decorating homes or other places such as community projects, I don't know, museums or other places like that, for example, in South Florida? Well, yes, Maria, I have designed and furnished community meeting spaces such as hotel lobbies and condominium lobbies, as well as commercial and corporate office lobbies, uh, as well as a variety of homes from Fisher Island to Pinecrest. Um, most of my projects are here in South Florida. Mm -hmm. However, I have designed offices in Washington, D.C. As well, okay, up north, okay. Colorado, mm. California, and even in the islands. Let me ask a question. Is it, depending on the area, the physical location of the country, does the decorating 
Is, is, is the physical location of the country affect the way we decorate our home spaces, for example, or our office spaces? Would you say that? Yes, indeed. Um, okay. I think geography and climate have a lot to do with how we decorate our spaces. Of course. Gotcha. Yes. yes. Would you say that the purpose of an office space is very different than the purpose of a home? And because of that, the choices we make in how we decorate the office space or the home space varies. What are we trying to accomplish by decorating a space? Well, yes, indeed. When designing an office space, we want that space to reflect the company's image and culture, mm -hmm. which will be reflected in the materials, colors, furniture, and accessories that we design. In addition, in an office, we must also specify commercial-grade materials because these materials have undergone testing, and they have to meet certain requirements for flammability Ooh. and durability that is much different than when designing a residence. Gotcha. So we also have some uh, requirements by the city, by the government and governmental agencies for security, for safety. Yes, we do. Um, and there are laws such as ADA, American with Disabilities Act. So in public spaces, we have to design for everybody. Understand clearly. Very awesome to learn that. Uh -huh. When you and I met to discuss this topic, you shared with me that colors affect the body temperature. And this, in turn, affects the way we feel. Can you expand on that a little bit more and provide us with some examples? Yes, Maria. The colors absolutely do affect us. Think of today. It's hot and steamy out there, a South Florida <laughs> day. Mm -hmm. So will you feel a little cooler wearing white or lighter colors and maybe, say, a cotton or a linen fabric? versus what if you were wearing a very dark black or dark navy suit or, or a dark color. That's going to make you feel warm. Got it. So this same principle also applies in the interior space, the colors of the walls, the colors of the furniture. Lighter colors expand the space, and darker colors contract the space. Gotcha. Interesting. Jill, are there primary colors, and how do they relate to the body, mind, emotions, and essential balance? Yes, the primary colors are red, yellow, and green. And from these, all the other colors are made. These com colors impact us in a variety of ways. As I was mentioning, red, one of your favorite colors, mm -hmm. signifies power, strength, and fame. Got it. Yellow relates to sunlight, happiness, creativity, mm. and our general health and well-being. Okay. And then green signifies growth, such in nature and abundance, and it's the color of money. So That's it does right. relate to finances. I gotta add more green to my space. <laughs> <laughs> we all do. <laughs> we all do. We want some of that. Once we have identified the primary colors, are there something called basic colors. And can you tell us one or two examples of these basic colors and what kind of emotion these colors tend to create on human beings? Um, yes, so we already talked about the primary colors. Then there are indeed the secondary colors of mm -hmm. blue, orange, and violet, let's okay. say. So blue is a very calming and cool color. It's, it's kind of the color of infinity. Think about the ocean and the sky. It's very expansive. Beautiful. And it's a communicative color. Orange, on the other hand, it's a little bit of a funny color. It's a mixture of <laughs> yellow and red. Right. Um, 
it's it's basically an earth tone. It even relates in art to sensuous na our sensuous nature, let's say. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and then there's violet, which is the color of royalty, okay, and spirituality, mm. and it emotes feelings um, of self-esteem. Okay, use violet. Okay, very well. And, and and Jill, are all of these colors come because we have seen them appear in nature? Or is it also because we also create them by combining two colors? Well, it is both for it sure. Is both. Okay. I mean, uh, color does come from nature. Think of all the flowers and all yes. the variety of colors. Um, so I think nature is the best artist. Okay. And then over time, man gets involved and we add white to a color and it gets lighter. Mm. So if you add white paint to a blue tone, it's going to get a little bit lighter. Okay, got it. If you add gray or charcoal to it, it's going to get to be a darker tone. So there's thousands, hundreds Thou of thousands I'm sure of there are, and yeah. varieties. Just by walking into Lowe's store or Home Depot, I mean, there's so many shades to pick from, right? So many different yes. colors, and then from that, so many different shades. It's a, Some of them look almost identical, but when you see the whole wall painted in one of those shades, it looks very different from the other shade. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. And and people get a little overwhelmed because there are <laughs> so many choices. Right. Now, let's talk about business, for example. You may have an attorney's office versus a magazine company. And let's just say this magazine company happens to be Vogue, for example. How different will the design and the choice of colors be between the attorney's office and the magazine company? Well, now both of these are businesses, mm -hmm. um, so they have that in common. Now in the attorney's office, do they have a logo or a brand? If there is a color in this logo, then we would incorporate possibly that color into their space. We might also do that though with, with Vogue as well. But in general, attorneys want their clients you know, to respect them and trust them, so their space would be designed with that in mind. And also to reflect possibly the individual attorneys in their own private offices. That mm. might be a little bit more personalized. Mm -hmm. You know, but generally attorneys prefer the greens, tans, okay. maybe maybe leather and wood when you I've go into that, a, wa yes. a law firm. And the office could be designed either very contemporary, mm -hmm. if you're in a downtown brickle new building, high rise. Yes. But you will have an a combination of the elements. You'll have metals and you'll have wood and leather. And okay. that would reflect stability I was gonna say and strength. A stability and strength. In the strength. quality of the materials. Right, and then if you go all the way to the other spectrum, uh, Vogue magazine, oh my God, I, I don't know. I've never been into one of their offices, but I would imagine seeing some red, some yellow, some green, I don't know. What would <laughs> I see? Well, there, there have been some movies made about uh, <laughs> magazines, right? right. Um, so I would imagine that a magazine like Vogue would be more or less a lot of white okay. because it's expansive mm -hmm. and it's good for creativity and thinking. Mm -hmm. But I would imagine there to be a lot of pops of bright colors in that space, yes. a lot different than an attorney's office. Like gotcha. maybe we would in, in add yellows and oranges, mm -hmm. maybe some purple. Right. 
possibly there would be artwork of some of the newest and latest fashions on the wall. That is true. Yes, yes, yes. All right. I don't know if you you probably saw this movie, uh, The Devil Wears Prada. That's what I was trying to think of. (laughs) I was thinking the same thing. I love that movie. Meryl Streep, one of my greatest actresses. And uh, also the other lady, the youngest uh, actress on the movie. I thought it was a fabulous movie. It's all about career choices, success. Everything is so inspiring. And it's just a funny movie, but I remember seeing the decoration of the office, and it's exactly how you're describing it, uh, on, as, as it was in the movie. Jill, are we saying that we are creating a different experience for human behavior when we walk into an attorney's office versus when we walk into the Vogue magazine office? What are the ex- external factors that create that experience? Can you tell us about some of them? Sure. I mean, as I was mentioning, some of the materials that I would use in an attorney's office, Mm -hmm. leathers, woods, metals, possibly a warm and and stable environment. Mm -hmm. Um, It would be probably calm versus the Vogue office that we might want to introduce elements that would be more energetic, let's say, to stimulate creativity. Gotcha. So clearly all of these factors, like you just said, to stimulate creativity. So I have never been to the Apple uh, headquarters in California. Uh, I can imagine they they are picking those choices of colors and elements that you're describing because obviously they want their designers to be very creative. Well, this is true. And I actually, I have not been to Apple, but I've been to Microsoft. And they're also a very creative Tommy. company yes. in, in Silicon Valley. And so they work in zones. They A mm-hmm. lot of these creative companies even have playrooms for their employees, such as pool tables. Oh, I love it. <laughs> you know, meeting up places. Not the traditional desk and chair and, and private office. It's right. very interactive. Right. And they work in teams. I love that. I love that. I, I, I think that to some extent or, or to a full extent, we should all probably adopt some of those uh, environments, work environments, because it's all, regardless of what we do, I mean, at the end of the day, we want to be human beings that are creative and happy. Absolutely. Right. And what more can impact us than our built space that we of course. live, work, and play in? Of course. I remember last year I visited a dentist's office right here in South Miami, Jill, and his office was decorated using a lot of the color white. I fell in love with that place. I did not want to leave my dentist's office for the first time, ever. <laughs> that <laughs> afternoon I'm like, I'm, I'm staying here, can, can I have some coffee? I asked the technicians and assistants how they liked it and how they, much they enjoyed it working in that office space, and they all replied saying, we love it here. It was such a calm environment, peaceful, pleasant, everyone smiling, happy. Oh, my God, it was adorable. And not only that, Maria, but when you went there and you saw all of that white, Mm -hmm. what do you think of? You think of a clean space. Yes. A hygienic space. When you're going to a medical facility, you want to make sure there's no germs. (laughs) (laughs) True. Exactly. Yeah, you're totally right. Mm -hmm. So clearly the choice of colors, patterns elements and texture create an experience for all of us we can become tight in our behavior or flexible or it can make us smile more or enjoy the meeting that we're having right there with our business associates or a visit enjoy more so enjoyable than if we were in a different location or place 
Would you agree with that, Jill? Certainly. Uh, think about if you go to um, a very nice restaurant mm -hmm. and you have subtle lights, yes, soft music, perhaps mm -hmm. um, a tablecloth, yes, and you know maybe some sparkling crystal chandeliers. Let's say right. So that's going to evoke maybe glamour and yes, and really awesome, tasteful food. Yes, that's true. That right? is true. So then you leave dinner and then you go to a nightclub on South mm -hmm. Beach where you might have a lot of lights and darker yes. colors, yes. but vibrant colors, because they want to stimulate mm -hmm. energy, excitement, fun, and keeping everybody dancing all night. I'm going to give a free commercial right now to my favorite restaurant, Joe, in Cora Gables, Hillstones. You've been there? I have. Isn't it awesome? It is awesome. The whole ambience, the place, how they decorated it, the roof, uh, the, the bar, of course, the food is incredible, but the whole ambience, I just love going there. Yes, it's a great meeting spot, isn't yes, it? Yes, it, it is. It's, it's open, it's friendly. It's fun. The food's great. The food is great. The whole thing makes me feel like, wow, oh my God, I'm enjoying those, those two hours. I'm like the happiest person on this planet. Yes, so in restaurant design, all mm -hmm. of these different elements have to be taken into consideration it. because it really impacts people. Uh, and their taste level um, and, they can and their come experience. Back. Yes. For me personally, and maybe it's because I'm an interior designer, uh -huh. when I go to a restaurant, half of my experience is how <laughs> I feel in that space. Got it. And the other half is, of course, the food. Of course. And service. Beautiful. Jill, could you share with us about some of the various projects you have worked on? Name the industry, for example. And tell us a little bit about how you decorated these places. And for example, the choices or selections you made in terms of colors, patterns, textures, or elements. Maybe, I don't know, pick one or two of the different projects that you worked on. All right. So in the commercial arena, I've worked on, in a variety of industries. Um, you know, here in South Florida, we are a tourism, you know, area. So I've yes. worked with cruise lines. I've worked with timeshare management companies mm -hmm. and their offices. And so that's all about functionality and productivity and space planning and making sure that everybody, you know, fits in their offices and yes. that we plan for growth because those are high growth industries. Got it. Now, on the residential side, mm -hmm. I've worked on projects from Fisher Island okay. um, all the way to Pinecrest. Right. Uh, some of the people on Fisher Island have two, three, and four homes, so right, right. So designing for them is a little bit different, but it's very tropical, very resort oriented, and they want it a casual, comfortable lifestyle. Of course. So lifestyle is taken into consideration much more in a residence, gotcha. where in commercial, it's a little bit more about the function of the business. Of course, of course. I understand what you're saying. Yeah, clearly, yeah. Mm -hmm. Makes a difference. I tell you what, I'm going to go to my business partner, Nelson, and I'm going to say, Nelson, we're planning to buy a building in a couple of years, maybe one or two years, we're mm -hmm. buying maybe a two-story or something like that, where we plan to have our office in the first floor and then rent or lease the other office space to other tenants. Great. You're coming in to design our interior designing, totally, because... I want to go into an office space and I want the people, the rest of our team and our clients to be in a space that is creative, 
that is inviting, that is welcoming and in a, a place where I want to be there. I mean, not that I want to be there the whole day, obviously, but I would want to be here and hang out and enjoy it. Make, so important. Make it a pleasant experience. Uh, so important, Maria, because look at how much time we all spend Mm -hmm. in or on our businesses yes and so that space is very important so important some yeah. of us almost spend more time there than we do at home <laughs> you're totally right or almost 50 50. right jill i have often seen the color of blue and green associated with finances and money have you seen the same and do we know why that is well again those are two colors that are very uh primarily uh, visible in nature. We've got the sky, mm -hmm. which is expansive, and the ocean, which mm. is pretty much unlimited abundance, if you want to think about all yes. the fish in the ocean. And then green relates to nature also. Uh, we have all of the beautiful vegetation and foliage and trees that we have here in South Florida. Right. And so as trees grow, that signifies emotionally gotcha. growth. Gotcha, gotcha. Beautiful. So if I can contradict something, because I know some of the limiting beliefs that we have in our minds is, you probably heard this, uh, money doesn't grow on trees. But I think that we can flip that around because if green is the color of nature and nature is abundant, we can clearly say that, yes, money can grow on trees. If we, it's just a mindset, right? It is a mindset. A lot of it is we create what we believe we can create. Of course. Mm -hmm. Of course. What about the color of gold or silver? What do those two colors represent and what emotion or feeling do these two colors tend to create in human beings? Well, you know, gold backs our, our monetary system. and yes. <laughs> Or it used to. I'm not sure. <laughs> That's your department. <laughs> okay. In ancient times, uh, gold bars were traded as yes. money. There's gold coins. And there's also silver coins. So those are metals. And Got they it. have intrinsic value. Mm -hmm. And they're not really based on anything. So the color gold does relate to wealth and abundance. Gotcha. More so than silver. Silver is good, but gold is better. Gold is better, okay. Mm -hmm. Jill, is the choice of colors, textures, elements, and patterns universal? Meaning, does blue create the same experience in the United States than the experience that it would create in a place like South Africa, for example, or in Brazil? The, the impact of colors are universal. Now, the thing that would impact colors and our use of them, though, geographically might be temperature, climate, you know, mm -hmm. the colors that we would pick to use in, you know, Norway might be different than colors that we would use here in Miami. Got it. Because, again, if you're living where it's cold a lot more than where it's warm, mm -hmm. you might want to bring more warmth and more heat into your environment. Mm. We're here in South Florida where we're hot all the time. We're trying to cool our environments. So the colors and the use of them would be different. But Understand. the psychological impact it's is the, the same. same. Got it. Understand. During our conversation early this week, you and I were discussing how we have built residential homes, office buildings, bridges, museums, you name it, right? I mean, everything. We'll build the entire world, even the color of the smartphones, for example. We have created so many man-made products and construction through the history of time, but it all began with nature. 
Is that correct, Jill? What did we learn from nature about colors, textures, and elements? And we probably have only a few minutes left before the commercial break. What can you tell us about that? Well, in ancient times, um, the earth element was very important to give the caveman shelter, okay. let's say. Uh, also, back in earlier times, people would build out of stone a lot. They didn't have all the tools, but they would build out of like a limestone quarry, they would build structures. Okay. All right, so it's it's always been man has taken the elements that we have used for our built environments from nature. From nature. Whether it's wood to build a wooden house, mm -hmm. <clears throat> stone to build a stone structure. Got it. Uh, or clay. Okay, mm -hmm. so it started with nature, beautiful. Yes. We're going to go now on a commercial break and we will return with our interview of Jill Daly, uh, interior designing specialist to continue our conversation of the psychology of colors. TFG Worldwide is your business financial solution center. They help your business with financial strategy, tax planning, controllership, and employee benefit services. The best part is that all of these solutions are specifically tailored to help grow your business and increase your profits. All of these under the umbrella of TFG are provided by accredited professionals that have gained experience working for the big four global accounting firms, ready to give your business 100% Call them today at 800-793-9721. Give them a call, 800-793-9721. Remember, if it's not TFG, it's not meant to be. Call them now, 800-793-9721. We are back in abundance now with Maria M. Lopez. Our topic of discussion for today is on the psychology of colors and the importance of how colors can ultimately affect our emotions, which in turn affects our behaviors and then our daily habits, including our daily financial habits. I would like to also provide a contact number for Jill Daly for those listeners who would like to um, uh, meet, uh, meet with her or call her for a complimentary session to discuss in this interior designing opportunities for your office spaces or for your homes, residential homes. Her telephone number is 305-856-9200. I will repeat the number again at a later time during the show, but the number is 305-856-9200. There are places where the sky is cloudy a lot of the time. We were just talking briefly about that before the commercial show. Perfect example is the city of, the city of Seattle, Washington. I visited there once, a uh, beautiful city, but I noticed the, 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 the weather, the conditions. Then we take South Florida, for example, where the sun shines almost every day except for those rainy days of June and July. Clearly nature affects our behavior. Some of my friends, for example, do not like it or enjoy the rain in South Florida. They will even stay at home rather than going out on a weekend because it is raining. Have you seen that happen to some of your friends or family members? What is your observation about how the lifestyle in places like Seattle versus the lifestyle of South Florida, how is it different due to the weather? Well, Seattle and Miami actually do have a lot in common because Miami does have its rainy season. Okay. And those of us that like the sun really don't appreciate having all of that rain. Yes, that's right. <laughs> um, 
Now, I have not been to Seattle, but I know the statistics. And yes, indeed, there are more depression mm-hmm. and more depressive cases because they don't have as much sunlight mm-hmm. as we are blessed with here in South Florida. That's right. So now, rain is not a bad thing. It's something we need to live on, and it right. actually helps stimulate growth. Mm-hmm. I mean, the rain waters our plants and flowers and there makes everything go. grow. Yes. You've been to Seattle. There's yes. a lot of forests and a lot of greenery there from it's what I've heard. very beautiful. Right. Just like we've got our lush vegetation here mm-hmm. in, in Miami. Susceptibility emotionally is really individual. Some people okay. do get more depressed on rainy days, uh, especially if they're subject to being depressed. <laughs> okay. Uh, it's all the way you look at things. Gotcha. Right? So um, it's the external environment plus acknowledging and noticing that each and every one of us is different. Absolutely. Understand. Now, if we live in or are dealing with a, a gray, gloomy day, why not wear a bright, yellow you know blouse love it and you will cheer yourself up or go into a a room that maybe is a little brighter and cheerier and Mm -hmm. stay away from your darker rooms so there are things that we can do about it to stimulate our behavior to raise a a level of energy yes through the use of color gotcha Mm -hmm. jill i remember i don't know if you remember maybe about two or three weeks ago it was raining like for five hours on a wednesday afternoon and it reminded me for a moment as I was sitting on a bench, I had just finished my manicure and my pedicure, and my car was parked right outside, and I didn't, you know, I, was, I, I, had, I had no rush, I had nowhere to go. So I just sat there on the bench and enjoyed the rain. And it reminded me when I was a child with my brother, and I don't know if this happened to you when you were a child, or you, maybe your children do that, but we will run and play in the rain. Oh, yes. Isn't right? that the favorite thing for kids to do? <laughs> Wasn't that fun? <laughs> and they're laughing and smiling and yes. barefoot and dancing in the rain. Yes. I almost want to do that again. <laughs> so I'm like hoping for it to rain again. And I want to take my niece and I'm going to just go out there and run and play under the rain. I think well, it's you so, should do it. I know, right? It's like, come on, we only live once. Now, this radio show is about creating financial abundance. So if I live in a city where the the weather and nature is conducive to creating depression, how successful would I be in creating the financial lifestyle of my dreams? How successful would I be in creating wealth or financial abundance? Well, mm -hmm. you could start out by hiring a a good interior (laughs) designer to help you with this whole process because, Mm -hmm. as I was saying, it's individual how this affects people. Got it. Through the use of color and textures and patterns and everything that we select, we can make a room feel happier or we can make it feel calmer and quieter and a little more reflective. Got it. Beautiful. Okay. Jill, are there symbols of growth? For example, I know you mentioned the color of gold because obviously gold itself, the element is gold a color. I mean, we I think we called it, the, we made up the color gold because the element itself, that's the color that it has. For example, which are the symbols of growth? Can you name a few? Uh, yes, in colors, mm-hmm. we would have green, obviously, because yes. in nature, it's, it signifies growth. Mm-hmm. We would also be able to use uh, tans and gold tones, mm-hmm. um, which signify growth. We can also introduce a little uh, of our water element into our interiors, 
possibly through the use of water fountains okay. or water features. Okay. Uh, in a well-balanced and well-designed interior, you want to have a little bit of all of these different elements. If you can introduce some earth and some wood and some metals and, mm -hmm. and then the right colors, right. you're going to feel better in this room. Mm -hmm. And then that will make you be more in a more productive state of mind, let's say. Got it. Beautiful. Yes. Which would help generate wealth. Beautiful. Yes. I know that some people, when they have their home office, uh, they feel distracted and they don't feel like they can sit there for four or five hours continuously working on whatever project they're working on. Uh, there must be something, uh, maybe they have children that are distracting them or something like that, but I'm sure there must be something about the decoration of the space that is creating this level of anxiety, of instability, that I cannot sit here for four continuous hours and be creative. I'm imagining, I don't know, I'm just guessing. Well, you know, then again, different rooms would yes. have different, different situations and different things going on, but... Noise would be a distraction for working at home. Of course, yes. And smells could also be a distraction. Mm. Um, scent also creates an emotion. Got it. That's a right. lot of the hotels now are using certain scents mm -hmm. to brand their hotels. And, really? Mm -hmm, and in Las Vegas as well, when you go into the casino, mm -hmm. there's a lot of things that they do. They want to stimulate you so that you stay awake and spend your money. <laughs> Got it, yeah. I always have uh, candles in my, in my apartment, and uh, as the first, well, a couple of things I do before I, I light up the candle. One of them is take care of my little dog, Junior, feed him, get him water, hug him, and then after <laughs> I do that, I put my purse, my keys down, and then I light up my candle because of the scent, the aroma, that it just makes it so enjoyable. What place. scent is your candle? Uh, you, you know, I I, uh, I have different ones that I pick. I like lavender. I like it. But generally, I pick something like cranberry, like a red apple cranberry. I like that one. Well, scents, again, are personal, and not everybody likes the same scents. Right. Yes. Beautiful. Tell me about, tell me now about bringing nature into our homes and i think we started to do that a little bit or office spaces for example is it a great idea to have flowers inside the home what color of flowers what type of flowers is there a difference well flowers come in a variety of colors just as does paint mm -hmm. so depending on the mood i think or what you're trying to uh emit with the flowers. If it's a gift, are you sending red roses signifying, you know, love? Okay. Um, white roses are universal love and peace Got and it. are really great for a lot of different things. Okay. And yellow is, is kind of happiness. So yellow sunflowers Got it. in a space will bring more cheer and happiness. Mm -hmm. A green plant Oh, yes, you know, obviously, are great. yes. And as I was saying, that signifies growth. So you, mm -hmm. you, if you can grow a live plant in your office, if you've got a window, right. that's a great addition. Interesting. You know that every time I buy roses, uh, which I love, I also prefer tulips over roses. I find them so beautiful. Uh, but I have never purchased uh, like a dozen red roses. The reason for that is because I find them too dark once they're all together. 
And I will prefer one red rose to symbolize love. But the colors that I like in roses are more like an orange or like mm -hmm. a peachy. There's so many beautiful shades of oranges and peaches when I go to public supermarket. And there's so many different variety of colors of roses, beautiful. There are, and, and they even come two tones nowadays where uh -huh. they're a little darker around yes. the rim and then, you know, subtler on the bottom. So with the dyes and the things that we're doing, we can <laughs> get almost any color of rose. So That is beautiful. That is true. That is true. Mm -hmm. We're going to go now in a short commercial break, and then we will return to continue with our interview of Jill Daly, interior designer. Maria N. Lopez is a Florida-certified public accountant, public speaker in the areas of personal financial planning, and holds a Florida insurance license. Maria is transforming the way South Florida thinks about their finances through her radio show, Abundance Now. Maria Lopez coaches on the areas of personal development and simplifies the complex U.S. financial system, providing the financial education, tools, and techniques for others to create the financial lifestyle of their dreams. Maria's passion is to create a wave of personal financial planning education that lends to a legacy of financial abundance to your children and grandchildren. Contact Maria at 305-697-9730, 305-697-9730 to explore opportunities and invite her to speaking engagements for your organization. Visit Maria's website at buymarialopez.com. back in abundance now with Maria M. Lopez and today I'm interviewing Jill Daly, interior designer, who is sharing with us the importance of colors in human behavior. Jill Daly can be contacted or reached at the following telephone number that is 305-856-9200. Again, that is 305-856-9200. Jill, we were talking about the use of flowers before the commercial break. For example, do flowers help, just a wild guess, my question, in circulating or processing the energy in the room? What would be the purpose in bringing nature into our homes? Is it because it looks pretty or does it really cause an effect on our emotions and on our energy level? Well, Maria, um, it affects both. It affects us on an energy level. Mm -hmm. It makes us feel good. Okay. So flowers, for instance, different flowers have different aromas. So yes. when you bring fresh flowers into a room, it's all, it's going to raise the energy of the room just by having those fresh flowers there. Okay. And as I was saying, it's always best to get the flowers that, <laughs> <laughs> that you like, you know, that, yes. and, and in the color that feels good to you. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, whatever feels right, whatever, whatever makes you happy, puts a smile on your face, there must be a reason. I remember my mother once um, uh, picked the color of a, a choice of a flower that my grandmother's, it was my grandmother's best choice. And whenever we would give her, my grandmother, flowers, we would always pick the one that my grandmother liked the most. Mm -hmm. Because we wanted to, you know, like, like uh, please her or make her happy. Because that was, like you said, it was that was the flower that made my grandmother smile. Right. So that was you got a great emotional response yes, by absolutely. getting her flowers in the color 
and the scent that she liked. That's exactly. Mm-hmm. Jill, let's now dive into money and finances because that's what the show is about. What should I use in my home to create an environment that is conducive to creating emotions and feelings and energy that will make me feel positive and have or enjoy a happy mood? For example, what feeling or emotions are correlated with creating financial abundance? All right, so we talked about some green, and mm-hmm. Maria, you shared with me the colors of your home, yes. which are blues and reds. And some red, yes. And I imagine the blue is more on the walls, and then yes. the red is just an accent. You're right. <laughs> a little bit of red goes a long way. It does. Imagine if you had a red wall versus maybe just a little red in a, in a carpet. Very different. Very different emotions. Yes. So the blue is communication, and mm-hmm. it's calming, mm-hmm. and it also can be expanding, you know, and there's a lot of psychology in the hue and the tone of the color, too, whether it's a lighter blue or a darker blue. Gotcha. Um, I would suggest possibly interspersing some green plants if you don't have any in your home. I don't have it. Should I bring a natural one or a plastic one? <laughs> A, a, a real plant <laughs> okay <laughs> definitely gives you better results because it can actually grow <laughs> should I, let me ask you this should i get like one of those bamboo plants would that be or what, what would you recommend give me one or two choices uh, these bamboo plants that you see everywhere now yes. uh, relate to prosperity and they need very little maintenance you just need to put keep water in a jar beautiful and they will grow so that would be a good addition Okay. And you can get a larger plant with rounder leaves that mm. you can actually watch grow if you've got a window and if you've got a little bit of a green thumb. Beautiful. Okay. <laughs> I love that. Jill, in your experience, what is generally the budget for someone to hire an experienced interior designer to decorate my home so that it creates the positive energy where I feel positive, ambitious, decisive, think big, and everything else above that? All right, so budgets are always um, an important topic of discussion. Mm-hmm. And there's a wide range of budgets, obviously, when you take uh, a, into consideration that a sofa could cost upwards of twenty to $40,000 for a designer, very high-end sofa. Sure. Or you can go to Rooms to Go and get a $500 sofa. Yes, so, you um, can do that too. Budgets <laughs> can be very, very... Uh, broad and very, very different. Mm -hmm. Um, In general, though, working with an interior designer, that's part of our process is to help the homeowner or business owner develop a budget that works for them. Got it. All right. And normally we charge for our time and then we charge for the purchasing of the materials, kind of as two separate Okay. Two separate Two avenues. Separate, yeah, the, the, yes. the, the purchase of the product and then your time in decorating right. as a service because you're the specialist. This weekend on Sunday, I was looking for bar t- stools mm-hmm. for my apartment. Mm-hmm. And, um, um, I, uh, of course, I'm thinking already blue, a shade of blue. And um, clearly, I was, I mean, everything is beautiful out there, but I was noticing, eh, no, so I kept browsing through the pages of the internet and finally when I got to the ones that I liked and of course then after after I first look at what I like and then I look at the pricing 
And the pricing did tell me why I liked it. <laughs> <laughs> well, because you have good taste. <laughs> I have good taste, but then the price was, and then it was like, uh, I like to say it was like 350 or $400 per each bar stool, but it was gorgeous. So as a designer um, helping mm -hmm. you as a client, yes, I could source that bar stool and make sure that indeed you were getting the best value for mm. the quality because I buy direct from the manufacturer and can pass those savings along to you. Beautiful. So there yes. you go. That's another reason why we need to call Jill daily. <laughs> <laughs> now, Jill, what if my budget is somewhat limited? Of what, Or what if I have no budget to hire an interior designer? What is available for those who would like to create an environment of positive energy in their homes? Where can they go for resources or guidance? Well, the first thing to do is to make sure that you have an uncluttered space. So you want to make sure your room is is cleaned up, you know, and that's something that doesn't cost any money. You know, maybe just get rid of those old magazines or newspapers yes. that pile up, things that you don't use or love anymore. Just get rid of it. Mm-hmm. Then you can go down to a local store or you can shop online for some bright new pillows, you know, perhaps in a, in a yellow or a blue or whatever color you relate to. Can you mix some of them too also to add some variety or should I get, like for example, should I get two blue ones or should I get two blue ones and a yellow? Will that, you know. You can mix, you can mix colors yes. in a room. Okay. Generally, it's better to have a, like a neutral color in the walls okay. and in your furniture, and then you can pop in your accessories, mm. and then you can change them out inexpensively okay. if you get tired of them okay. or you want to bring a new look into the room. Beautiful. I love that. It's similar to how we women and men also tend to get dressed, right? We uh, think of the blouse, the dress, the pants, the skirt that we're wearing, and if it's a solid color, then we add accessories. Yes, it's the same principle. <laughs> same principle. Okay. Many of our listeners tuning in this afternoon are business owners, Jill. What recommendations can we make for them? How should they go about redesigning their office space? Does that begin by hiring an interior designer or a branding company or a public relations company or even an architect? I don't know. What do you recommend? Well, the business owner definitely should bring in the professionals and possibly all of those uh, experts, mm -hmm. bring them in as early as possible. Okay. Um, I actually like to start as the interior designer coming in even before an architect sometimes because we'll work with that business owner mm. from the inside out where some architects work from the outside in. Okay. Um, they're more interested sometimes, not all, in the building Got it. Versus as the designer, we're more focused on the function of the business and the requirements and how they're going to plan for growth. Gotcha. So it's always better to come in earlier rather mm -hmm. than later in the game. Beautiful. Now, the city of Chicago is a very beautiful city for many reasons. I used to live there for two years, about 10 years ago. And one of the reasons why it's so famous is because of its, its architecture. Yes, indeed, and I was lucky enough to uh -huh. study and, and get into the interior design schooling right. outside of Chicago and studied all the fabulous architects and the structures, and uh -huh. I just love it. It's Let me ask you, uh, does the architecture of a building, does that 
also create anything in ourselves as an emotion? Or is it just visual? Oh no, architecture also has an emotional uh, reaction for us. Mm -hmm. Think about the city of Rome, for instance, whether you've been there or just seen pictures of right. it. Uh, in my opinion, and most opinions, it's more of a masculine city because oh. of all of those big, strong columns and the gladiators and the Got it. and the buildings. And then think of Paris. Oh, beautiful. The city of lights. It's a little more love, feminine, romantic, feminine, love, yes. romance, that type of thing. So why is that so? It's because of the architecture of the buildings. You're so right, yes. Jill, can I ask how you decided to become an interior designer? What was it in your experience that led you to, cho to choose this career path? Well, I, I was fortunate enough to discover my passions kind of at an early age. I grew up outside of Chicago in a Victorian home. It was 100 years old. Mm -hmm. And I immediately wanted to start redecorating and helping my mom with all of these rooms. <laughs> Got it, okay. I also enjoyed sewing um, as a young girl, okay. and one of my favorite things to do was to go to the local town fabric shop and pick out fabrics, and I would make pillows and curtains and beautiful painted my room. So I, I think I just had a natural affinity for it. Yes. And I probably didn't even really know what an interior designer was back then. It, so it, 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 it's your natural talent. Would you say that? I believe so. Yes, that's beautiful. Mm -hmm. That's beautiful. Jill, I want to thank you for your time visiting us today at the radio station to discuss such an interesting and very valuable topic. Again, I want to provide your telephone number for those of our listeners who would like to reach out to you at any time. Her telephone number is 305-856-9200. I know the area of feelings and emotions is an intangible area. And we have learned today that the tangible aspects in our external environment are creating an experience that affects our behavior, our emotions, and ultimately affects with our interactions with other human beings, our neighbors, our family members, and ultimately our daily habits. Creating and living in financial abundance is all about mindset and having the daily habits that will create the financial results we so desire. Jill, I want to thank you for sharing your knowledge and expertise in this very beautiful and wonderful area of interior designing. I know our listeners enjoyed learning about the importance of the psychology of colors. I also want to recommend to our listeners to prepare a budget. Before going out there to the stores and buying new furniture, new wall paint, or new accessories for the home. As always, I encourage you to do the research first, compare prices, and then make your best purchase. Now, I can live in a wonderful environment at home, but it does not necessarily mean that it will deposit funds automatically overnight into my bank accounts. It is the daily actions that we take in how we manage our money and our finances and the financial decisions and choices that we make that create ultimately a lifestyle financial abundance. I invite our listeners to email any comments or questions for Jill or myself at maria.lopez at cpa.com. I also invite our listeners to write to me and let me know of any specific topics you would like to hear next time. I wish you all a wonderful evening and a great weekend. Thank you all.